electrifying, impressive, that leaves a mark and surpasses expectations. This is an episode all about Yumuchida's second full-length album, Equal. Let's kick off this episode of Say You Lounge. Welcome to Sayo Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today it's time to talk about Yumuchida's Equal. This is the difficult second album that all artists usually struggle with, however Yumuchida made it sure that he didn't struggle at all with this CD. As a matter of fact, he did actually impress a whole lot. He is well known as a voice actor and he has been, since 2018, releasing music under his own name and he made a solo debut under King Records, not necessarily King Records, but a subsidiary music label, King Amusement Creative, and he has been releasing music since then, and he has been impressing me a whole lot, and I believe many other people as well. When Equal was released, Yumuchida already had a fairly impressive repertoire behind him. He released Horizon a couple of years back and it was unbelievable how cohesive and how high quality that CD was for someone that was still trying to find his own sound. Then again, when you look or pay closer attention to Yumuchida's music, you notice that actually it never did really struggle that much with finding his own music genre or the genre that suited him the most because it seems that King Records already knew what they wanted to do with him and he really knew what he wanted to do or what was in store for him. So he has been pretty and impressively consistent since his solo debut. He hasn't strayed away too much from the sound that he had when he debuted, he's still a pop artist through and through, although he dabbles more in R&B pop than pure pop. So you will be getting more of a technical, danceable, but groovy kind of music, more than danceable, EDM-centric pop music. In this case, Equal was released in, let me check, as I look at the CD right in my hands, in 2021. It was released in 2021 and it was a follow-up to Horizon, the very first CD, and it was quite impressive. So it was really difficult for him to top that quality. At least it was what I thought back then. For sure it will be really difficult for Yumuchida to do even better than he did in Horizon. And, well, to my surprise, and at the same time it's not necessarily a surprise, Yumuchida actually overdid himself. He really went out of my expectations to deliver something really, really impressive. And when I say impressive, I'm not saying that the type of pop music that he created here or that he is performing here because he doesn't create his music, uh, the type of music that he was performing was innovative. It wasn't necessarily innovative. You can find the type of music that Yumuchida sings in many artists actually from King Records, Shotawoi, for example, or Mamoru Mienu. But how he performs is what sets him apart from every single other Seiyuu artist out there. And specifically within those Seiyuu that actually only perform pop music. He really does it with a unique flair that no other Seiyuu has. 
And I know that many people will usually say that each Seiyu sings in a different way with a different style. That's not necessarily the case, but I'm not going to dive into detail about that. But many male Seiyu artists that perform pop music are following a formula and singing like someone else. They are not singing as themselves. That's why sometimes they sound a bit weird. But that's the limitations of pop music, especially when the music is dictated by a music label and the artist doesn't get to choose what they do. In this case, Yumuchida was really pretty much on top of what was happening in the CD and he was an integral part of it. Although he didn't compose or write lyrics to any of the songs in this CD, he is only the performer. He does give his input in all of his songs and it really helps shape the, the direction of his music. And he is a fantastic singer, a really technical one. I've said it a couple of times that Yumuchida has a beautiful falsetto and he has a really impressive head voice, which is even more technical than the falsetto. And he's an overall really technical and versatile tenor. A tenor is a, a higher toned singer and he's able to belt notes like no other. And especially with this technique, he can belt notes like no other, as we are going to talk about when the time comes to talk about I'm not complete. But still, this CD starts off really strongly. This is one of those CDs that, yeah, I know for sure that right from the very first song, Yuma is really trying to make a point or come across that he is a fantastic performer and he's going to show it right from the start. And as it is a, a kind of tradition, Yumuchida starts his CD with an a cappella song. You and I is the a cappella song. Usually you are thinking, yeah, an a cappella song, the singer, if it is only one person, the singer will be performing only one tone and will perform that. No. Yumuchida actually recorded the various tones from the lowest to the, the highest and did canons with himself, which is yet again quite impressive and continues to be one thing that I love a whole lot about him. Then we have one of the grooviest songs I've ever heard by a male CEO artist that actually performs pop music. Equal is the leading track in, of course you have guessed it, this album titled Equal. So this is a song that is all about being groovy, about the massive bass lines, about its laid-back 90s pop-inspired beat. It is something or a type of song that creates a really dreamy soundscape, but it lets you explore it and it is not devoid of anything. It's actually a soundscape that is really warm, that lets you have fun, appreciate what is going on and in some way you have Yumuchida performing really close to you, which is another bonus, I should say. When it comes to the performance itself and the song itself, I do love the chorus and how it progresses. It is something that you need to actually listen to to understand what I'm talking about but the way he performs that chorus is really, really fun. It's not the traditional singing everything in legato or singing everything, um, not necessarily in pizzicato, but really spacing out things to sound stylish or to rhyme a little bit better. He's actually doing a really fun thing on the vocal end uh, that, although not necessarily innovative, it is something that I do not find as frequently in pop music among male Sayu. So. You need to listen to Equal to understand how fun this song is without being cheesy and how high quality it is the performance itself. I do find this song to be one of the best leading tracks I've ever heard. 
When an artist chooses a leading track for a CD, that leading track usually is a good summary of the CD itself. So when you listen to that song, you will grasp a little bit of everything that is on that CD. And if the CD is really consistent, that is the tone of the CD. And equal is exactly the tone of this CD. It couldn't be better, really. Then we have a couple of songs that had been previously released for those that had been following Yumuchida up until then. And it was Coming Back, which is a song with a really good energy. It is a rock tune that will basically put you on the edge of the seat. I do love when Yumuchida performs rock music, but at the same time, I do love when he mixes rock with electronica and it isn't overbearing any of the music genres. It is really a perfect harmony between them, as well having his vocals, his smooth vocals on top or in the middle of it. Then we have Image. and. Let me tell you, I do love Image a whole lot. I'm a big fan of R&B music when it is well done. And when the singer has a really smooth voice, a lot of technique and a lot of confidence in their performances, R&B music can shine a lot, but really a lot. And you would barely notice that this singer is dazzling you. In this case, Yumuchida is fantastic when it comes to performing R&B music. It is actually one of the main directions for his music. Although he is a pop artist, he is primarily an R&B pop artist. He has excelled in that, his vocals have excelled in that, and he really has grasped the whole technique that is necessary for a performance in this music genre. This is a song that is really fun, this is a song that is surprisingly down-tempo and it has a really big sound stage, although the music itself is not that far from you. So you do have a bit of leeway in exploring the soundscape around you. As you listen to the song time and time again, you get to, to pick some different elements coming from the background, but it is not an overly produced song, which is something as well that I love so you do have clarity in all instruments. They aren't all at the same time basically muffling the vocals. It is really, really a song that is really well done on the composition end, especially when it comes to its whole structure, but also in the production and mastering end. At least for me, that I'm a big geek on this, I do fully appreciate the clarity that we get in this song, as opposed to other songs in the same genre by other artists. Image is a song that I fully recommend you to check. I do always recommend Equal, but when it comes to the songs that had been previously released, Image is one of his best by far. Then we have DNA. DNA was one of the new songs in the CD and this song is crazy in energy. DNA is a really compact song. It doesn't sound like it, but it is a really compact song with a composition that is crazy. I can imagine it has at least 80 different samples in here, at least, because this is crazy with all those bass and synth elements. It is a lot of things going on in there, but the song is so addictive. And the energy in this song usually makes me quite excited to do anything. If I feel like I am down, I'm going to put DNA in the background and it is going to be an energy shot. I'm not one to drink coffee when I need energy, so and I do not drink energy drinks, so when I need a little bit of a shot of energy, I come to DNA and it really does the trick for me. It's a song that has a beat that is so upbeat 
and it is so up-tempo that you cannot say that you are not affected by it. You will be affected by it. You will feel the groove, you will feel the beat, you will feel that energy and it will put first a smile on your face, then make you want to dance and then will either boost you with a lot of energy or drain you. <laughs> Depends on the type of person you are, uh, especially when it comes to these types of songs. I'm the type of person that feels energized with the type of song like this one, but there are other people that listen to these types of songs and will feel drained after listening to it. It doesn't necessarily say that the song is bad, but that energy instead of being delivered to you is taken from you. But still, DNA, so energetic, this is the type of song that I would recommend anyone to have on their exercise playlist for example. This is a song to pump you up during training. So this is a recommendation, especially if you are the type of person that needs uh, an energy shot, regardless if it is to work or to go to the gym. Then we have Mirror. I've said it before, Mirror is such a good song. I, yet again, it is an R&B pop tune. You have a bass line that is so punchy, I need to listen to this bass line being played live. You have as well summary soundscape that is really warm. I can imagine myself when I listen to this song of being relaxed, sat on a chair, gazing at the sun setting while having an artist basically uh, performing in the background. I do love that Mirror actually brings jazz and a little bit of funk into the mix. This is something that Yumuchida doesn't explore as much as I should say he should have, but it is really nice to have that for a change in this song. Then we have Shake Shake Shake. I believe this is one of the fans' favorite songs, but for me it's actually the song that I like the least in this CD. I really uh, skip Shake 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 every single time I listen to this CD. I didn't skip it when I was reviewing the CD, but I do skip it every single time because I, I'm not a fan of this epic-go-lucky type of pop music. Call it really a preference because it is a preference. It's not that the song is bad, it isn't, but I didn't click with it because I do not like happy-go-lucky music. So when I was reviewing this song, I was balancing that fact that I did not enjoy it because to begin with, I do not like happy-go-lucky music, but that can't hinder my review because personal opinion is a personal opinion. But if we are going to evaluate the quality of the song, the song is of a really high quality, the performance is really good, it fits the purpose of its concept, it is fun, so everything is right in this song, I just don't click with it. So Shake 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 is a song that I do not enjoy, and although I did review it quite high, because I was putting those things into consideration, if I had to say personally, if I had to listen to this song all the time, I wouldn't listen to this song all the time, I do not enjoy it as much as other people may. Still, do listen to it and find for yourself if this song clicks with you, because my opinions have basically been influenced by my experiences, the music that I usually listen, the types of voices that I love, the tempo that I love, the progressions that I love, and I'm really picky about everything about the composition, so my impressions of a song will be completely different from yours. If not because of this, then because we are completely different people. Then we have Wonderful World, another song that I love a whole lot. This song deserved a full-on music video. I believe this deserved a full-on music video. This is such such a good song. Yet again, an R&B tune back to the 2000s. It, it's so crazy. It's so I, I felt nostalgia while listening to this song. 
while this song was not released back then, was released in 2021. But I do love this song. It is so warm, so caring, so uplifting. And that uplifting tone is really well illustrated in the atmospheric scenes that are playing in the background. I do love how you have that piano playing in the background with longing melodies. And then you have that absolutely outstanding performance by Yomochi. This is one of those songs that no matter how much I talk about this song, you will never understand how amazing the song is at its core. So if you can, do listen to Wonderful World. Then we have Over. Over is yet another rock tune. As you've noticed, we have a starting with an acapella song, we have a rock tune, we have dance tracks in R&B style. Midway through, a song that to really pump you up so that you do not forget that we are still in the middle of the CD, so you need to be energized to complete the CD. Then you go through yet another set of R&B tunes and then you get to Over and you are back to rock music. So you are coming full circle in a way. And Over appears with a really exciting rock sound that is not common in Yumuchida's uh, repertoire, but I do enjoy a whole lot whenever he tries to venture to rock music. I do feel that he has a voice that perfectly suits rock music, and he has been showing that, for example, in the Dig Rock franchise as the vocalist of Impish Crow. So when he does rock music for himself, the differences between his performances with Impish Crow and his performances as Yumuchida aren't really there. It's basically the same person. And it's really, really awesome to see him tackling rock, having a different approach to his music and even approach to his whole concept and visuals when it comes to him being a rocker and him being a pop artist. So it is really awesome to have that, those types of dimensions to himself as a singer. So you do have that side that is more melodic, more technical and really warm when it comes to the pop music and R&B, and then you have uh, an up-tempo, upbeat, but still quite aggressive type of rock and artist behind it. So you do have Over. Over is really, really awesome, so you do check it if you can. Then we have Rainbow. Rainbow is a song that I had listened to before. Rainbow is a song that I love a lot, but it is a song that surprisingly I don't listen to enough. Really, up until now, you were listening to a CD that was all about keeping up with the hype to bring you or to take you by the hand to the later stages in this CD, because the later stages in this CD are going to essentially break you. And when you get to Rainbow, you basically notice that you are, or the CD is mellowing down. So you are slowing down the tempo, the songs are being stripped down, things are getting a bit simpler and calmer, and Rainbow really gets that going for the rest of the CD. It's showing that things are going to change, and you must be prepared for that change basically to happen in this CD. But as you think that, you are back to Bright Sign, and Bright Sign is a song that is also a rock tune again. This is a song that I love a whole lot for a couple of reasons. This is exciting. This is really the type of song that is carefree. When rock music is carefree and it has a really good tempo, the bassline is really, really crazy and is really calling you or enticing you to nod along, jump along, sing along. It's really, really fun. When rock is that exciting, it's that engaging, of course, you will feel drawn to a song more than other songs. 
Still, Bright's Sign is not necessarily the best song in this CD yet. I do love it a whole lot because Yumuchida plays guitar in this song live and he really does play really well, although he doesn't believe he plays really well. This is a song that I do love to, to see him playing and uh, because it shows a different side to Yumuchida. I've said it early on in this episode that he doesn't write his music and he doesn't compose his music. It's usually him basically only performing the songs that are given to him. So to see him playing guitar and having an active part in the performance more so than him just singing it, it's something that I fully appreciate. So it's really awesome to see him uh, taking the stage with the guitar in hand and playing the song along. It gives a different side or shows a different side to himself. He's not only the seiyuu that is on stage to dance and sing, he's also there to play some instruments, any instruments, and he does play the guitar for Bright Sign. So I do fully recommend you to listen to it if you need to feel hyped up. Then we get to the song that I believe is the biggest highlight song that I've ever heard by a male seiyuu. I believe only to the same level of quality and impressive soundstage and performance uh, to I'm Not Complete are the songs Isana, Uzumibi and Mirrors by Soma Saito. These are the types, of, the types of songs that will make you stop and just take in everything is happening and not even uttering a word. You will be feeling this song in your bones. It is the type of song that will chill you to your core. As I was listening to I'm Not Complete, first off, this is a song that brings in gospel style of choir alongside Yumochida, and that choir is singing along in the background as the rock ballad, much in the style, and I've said this before, and it may sound like a crazy comparison, this song gives me Prince's Purple Rain vibes. It is the type of song that will move you and you don't even know why this, this song is moving you. It is solemn, it is basically a lullaby, but so emotional that you get to a point that you find yourself almost crying to it. And you do not know why, you do not know how, it's just something. You start feeling goosebumps all over you. I, I know for sure that I was feeling goosebumps all over and I was impressed. As the song progressed, it got crazier and crazier and crazier on the vocal end. It got really, really technical by the time the song enters its bridge and outro. It is unreal what happens in there. You have Yumuchida going really, really high with crystal clear high notes in head voice. He's riffing to those and I was blown away. I was really blown away. When it comes to, to saying which is the best song ever performed by Yumuchida, I'm always going to say I'm not complete. This is crazy how heart-wrenching and emotional this performance is and how Yumuchida carried himself throughout this performance. This is not an easy song to perform, by any means. This is a really tricky song to perform. And Yumuchida made sure that he nailed the performance from its almost pianissimo way in which he's singing the song. When he starts, he starts really slow, really calm, with a lower tone. And he gets increasingly more energetic, he gets increasingly more emotional. And when he gets to that climax in the song, when it gets to that bridge and then the outro in which the, those emotions that he was bottling up until then explode, 
you will feel really that song all over you. It is crazy what I'm Not Complete did to me when I listened to it for the very first time and I found myself stopping everything and well, I'm not going to, re to review the rest of the CD because I have already found the best song in it and I do not want to basically mess up that image that this song is really the best in this CD. I usually do that thing when I'm reviewing a CD and I found a song that I like a whole lot. Starting from that point, I am afraid that the rest of the CD won't live up to that expectation that I created because of that song. And it was these with I'm Not Complete. I didn't want to, to end this CD because this is a really beautiful ballad. It is something that I had never heard a male CEO artist perform. Not even Toshiki Toyonaga, not even Soma Saito, not even Makoto Furukawa who are really technical singers that usually tackle songs in a similar vein, but not necessarily this vein. So Yumuchida coming forward with a gospel style of rock ballad that nods to the 80s, glorious era of rock ballads, and especially that gives me those Prince Purple Rain vibes. It was, it was perfect. It was really perfect. I, and I really couldn't find any faults any, anything wrong in this song, I was mesmerized and I believe you will too feel mesmerized when you listen to this song. Really, Yumuchida saved the best for last and what you get in here will either make you cry or really ha make you have goosebumps all over. And if this song wasn't enough for you, you have Mukao Beki Bashoe. And this song really brings uh, an upbeat R&B pop sound, however it comes full circle with the CD, so it is rather quiet, it has minimalistic instrumentalization with the piano and marimba playing alongside each other, but this tropical vibe really is there to accompany Yumuchida's smooth and groovy vocals as he goes there to deliver a performance that is really warm and balanced throughout. Of course, it is really technical, although this song sounds like it isn't technical, it is quite the technical song. You have R&B riffing, you have head voice here and there, yes, head voice in this song, you have falsetto and still, and this was a feature a bit throughout the, the CD, you have rapping and Yumuchida does have a really interesting flow as a rapper. His voice almost changes when he starts rapping, which is quite interesting because he's trying to, and I believe this is the case, he's trying to sound like a baritone when he's rapping, avoiding uh, altogether his tenor vocals when he does the rapping. But still, really good song, but when you get to Mukao Beki Bashoe, it's almost unfair to review it in comparison to I'm Not Complete, because that song is really outstanding. But still, a really solid ending to this CD, it comes full circle. If I was going to be picky, I would say to come full circle perfectly, the last song should be basically an instrumental or an a cappella song as well. But still, that's me being picky and asking for more and more coming from Yumuchida, because I know that he can deliver that. And I know that I would be amazed if that happened. So these were my impressions about Yumuchida's equal, but there's more to talk about in the outro. Let's go to the outro. So this was a CD that marked me. 
In this case, Yumuchida raised the bar that was already really high, and I was thinking to myself, well, when he releases his third album, it's going to be crazy because he is set to release Y in November, and I'm really curious to see what he can pull off in that third album, especially seeing as Horizon and Equal are absolutely perfect. That's of course uh, my impressions uh, about the CD. It has marked me because I was not expecting a CD by Yomuchida to be this impressive and to go down the memory lane for me, especially with I'm Not Complete. I'm Not Complete is the type of song that if I had to choose a song to listen to for the rest of my life, I would listen to this song. There are a couple of others that I would say as well, but from Yomuchida, this would be the song. It has everything Yumuchida can do. From the technique, he shows a lot of things in his vocal range, he shows a lot of things in his arsenal, from falsetto to riffing to head voice to everything. He lowers his tone in there, he is going for his high notes in there, then he is delivering that performance with such an amazing emotional range. He has a lot of depth in his emotional range. Which is to say, when he performs, the songs click instantly with you because he is an engaging singer. He really feels the lyrics, he really knows how to add energy and add those emotions that are written in a palpable way or in a way that you can feel it through your senses. And of course, because this is a song that has a unique... It's not necessarily unique, but it is right now a rare sighting in Mail Say You Music, which is that type of rock ballad from the 80s that I love a whole lot, and especially bringing the choir in gospel style was fantastic. I was expecting something like this to happen sometime soon for Yumuchida. These are to have an orchestra playing alongside him, but to get the gospel choir was absolutely amazing. I do love when a gospel choir joins in an R&B song or a ballad, they usually have a lot of emotional depth and what you get in here is exactly that. This is an unbelievable CD, of course from start to finish it is really cohesive, the tone is essentially the same, Yumuchida makes sure that the energy levels never drop and that you are always engaged in the CD. He shows two different sides to himself, a quieter, more emotional side, and that side is also groovy, but then he shows a more rebellious side, uh, a side that is more mature, more intense, and what he gets to show you here is that those two parts, albeit different, they are equal, and they are Yumuchida. So this is a really outstanding CD, I do fully recommend you to check it if you can, it's available on streaming platforms worldwide, so you do not have to pay for it uh, if you want to give it a shot. But if you do enjoy this CD, please do purchase it because you are helping directly the artist more so than listening the music on streaming platforms. With all of these, it is time to bring the script back because the episode is ending. So let me get the script. What do you think about this CD? Which is your favorite song? How did you come across it? And of course, do share those impressions with me in the comments on YouTube or in the comments option that you have on Spotify. And remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be, and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyu Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyu and music-related content, hit the subscribe button. And if you are listening to this episode on a podcast listening platform, please consider following the podcast and leaving a review. 
Leaving a review is really simple and helps other people find this podcast and fall in love with male CU artists and 2D groups. I'll return next week with another episode of Sayu Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around. <laughs>